Welcome back, Frenemies, episode 72, our 2020 season storyline episode. I'm your host, Chris, and to my right, the powerful commission himself, Sean. Powerful. And to my left, the ever-sexy man of the mm. people, Ryan. Mm. Anyways, we got some last-minute news and storylines, guys, to talk about before the season starts, so let's jump right into it. Fantasy reactions this week. What the heck is going on at running back? We got, let's let's go with. Big news 10 days before the season here. <laughs> well, all right. We'll, start the, we'll, we'll say the bigger one for the last point here. But Leonard Fournette, what is going on? Jacksonville is, is dumping guys left and right. Um, but fantasy relevancy, where do you think Leonard Fournette should go? Or do you think he is going according to some rumors early on? I mean, the, the obvious spot is Chicago, just because David Montgomery is dealing with an injury. Uh, the Patriots are always thrown out there. Yeah, I know. He, I think he cleared waivers already, so mm. he's going to be picked up on a pretty minimum sa- salary. So it's just going to just going to be somebody that's going to try to use him as that two down back thing. So as far as he goes for fantasy, I mean, we're talking about going from a fourth round pick to like maybe he's drafted. Like that's so, yeah. how bad it is right now for Leonard Fournette. And what's the the let's I, I like to talk about the the guys in Jacksonville having to take those snaps. We looking at a uh, Armstead, Raquel Armstead, or Chris Thompson. Do you guys have a favorite, or do you think it's going to be split fifty fifty going into the season of that backfield in Jacksonville? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are saying I, mean, I don't I, know right I now. I was going to say we really don't know. I think the safer option is Chris Thompson because he'll be the passing downs guy, and and uh, Jay Gruden had him in. Uh, Washington the fo- football The Washington team. football... I almost said they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah, and so he's used to having him and using him. He's he's very talented. It just is whether or not he's going to stay healthy. So as far okay. as like drafting him, he's more of like that still later round, but he's obviously his stock went up. Gotcha. I see Ryan moving over there like he's highlighting Chris Thompson. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> draft him up. Like, what do you guys think happened? Because obviously, yeah, uh, attitude reasons and also fit. There's times where he wasn't healthy enough to finish out a year, yeah. and then he had big time quarrels with management. And but look at it, they tried to trade him. Yeah, I mean, this nobody was wanted to trade. This has been coming for six months. Yeah. Like I can't believe it took this long. But Jaguars RB coach Fournette's release didn't have to do with lack of production. <laughs> that that's not like <laughs> saying it was to do with your. <laughs> All right, so yeah. going from a lack of production fantasy wise to a lot of production in fantasy, are there any truths Alvin Kamara rumors to holding out? And then right before we started the recording, we got here's hearing all those rumors of a possible trade. Yep. Do you believe the Saints trading Alvin Kamara? I mean, it's Sean Payton. I wouldn't be surprised if he just decided, you know, this is my system. I can make it work. But I really just think it's all contract stuff right now. Yeah. I don't think it's going to – it's kind of like it's happening later than Dalvin Cooks, but it's a very similar situation. Um, right now, if I was drafting like tomorrow, I might pick him like at the end of the first or the – beginning of the second but it's not making me scared to draft you know what there's like two crazy places i think that he can go tampa bay (laughs) all right because they're just all in on brady to get a super bowl which that'd be nuts or for some reason the rich get richer and like kansas city takes a one-year flyer on them (laughs) but (laughs) what if kansas city traded clyde Edwards? No, they wouldn't get out there to the Saints. But they did a swap. They're basically the same guy. Either way, we're going. We're going back to who's got to fill those shoes. Let's say Alvin Kamara holds out for a couple of weeks or does get traded. Latavius Murray, the the running back two there, who's been productive 
every year he's been in the NFL, does his ADP, do you start taking him a little higher than what you usually do in a draft? Either hold out or trade away. I, of Alvin Kamara. I think that it's kind of like more of the same. He's still that high-level handcuff right now. Nothing's happened yet. This is mm-hmm. all just speculation. speculation. So I'm not going to, you know, all of a sudden draft Latavius Murray like he could be a starter for my team. Like, that's not where we're at yet. So okay. if you're drafting tomorrow, it's just, I, w- I may have bumped him up around just because, you know, he's a more likely handcuff that could become, an, you know, it's kind of like Madison, the same type of thing. Like, I was taking Madison over... Murray, but I may now, you know, because of this news, I may take. That's really the only type of change I would. Yeah, say. Murray right now he's going around the eighth round, which is something before who does get some goal line carries inside. Running back forty one. You are not. Yeah. Going crazy on running back forty one on on PPR leagues. All right, so from that, let's go to our party question of the week. We got that drop. Get that I going. I do have that drop. <laughs> it's been too long since we've heard that one. <laughs> All right, so our party question of the week. What was your COVID quarantine TV show? Guys, most of us haven't been together through this whole COVID quarantine time frame. So what was that comfort TV show that got us through quarantine? Ryan, I'm going to start it with you, man. 100. I highly recommend it. It's about basically these... um, These people have to escape from the earth after radiation poisoning takes over the earth due to nuclear war. So they're in space, and then they're like, oh, you know, we have to see if earth is still okay. I can't ruin this whole thing, though. (laughs) If earth is still, spoiler alert, (laughs) see if earth is still okay. um, because So is this Wally? Our oxygen (laughs) is running out, so they send the delinquents down, 100 delinquent kids. And man, is it cool! It's a great show. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I've I've heard that. I've seen it, and I've heard people talk about it, but I've never Sean actually you, dove into it. Going over to you, your COVID quarantine show was everybody's COVID quarantine TV show. Yeah, I took the obvious one here, Tiger King. Um, yes, I don't think anybody like loved it. No, I just think it was a great piece to be a topic of conversation. Just think. And just Tiger the, King brought us together, <laughs> and as a nation, <laughs> like it's one of those things that, like, if it had come out at any other time, it would have been half as popular as it is right now. Like, COVID yeah. made it. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie; I was entertained. It's entertaining, and it's you know, it's just crazy to think there's people out there that are like this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, that so was my, that my was COVID yours. Binge. I know we, we everybody kind of watched that. We want to watch it together on that one. Yep, you brought me in. We were six feet apart. No. We're six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I don't believe. What you. about you, Chris? My party. Oh, okay. My TV show during COVID was Community, a great little like comedy that used to be on NBC years ago that I never got started, and I had all the time to get into it, and I fell in love with the Community. You got Kevin McHale, Donald Glover, uh, Allison Brie. Uh, it has a cult following, and. Yeah. First four seasons are watchable. Forget the other two afterwards. First four seasons, hilarious, amazing. I've seen the whole thing. Okay. Uh, Well, I'm a guy that goes to a show. I binge the mess out of it (laughs) all the way to the end, even if I hate the endings. Yeah, that was the issue. I think I thought about it. I saw it on on Netflix, and I was like, I can't do this. It was so bad at the end. But oh, it was. They were trying to Yahoo bought it out, so they was they were trying to do their own uh, online streaming show and should have let it just die. But it, it it. Jumped a lot of people's careers. That's why everyone loved it. Ryan's uh, fiance creeping in the corner gave you the best grade, by the way. For awesome. 
That's good. We do have a guest in the studio in Thrive Studio. <laughs> All right. So we got that. We got some we got live studio audience. Anyways. Hey babe, can you like clap or something? Do something. They won't hear it. No, they, they won't. won't hear it. They won't <laughs> Any, pick it up. Just anything. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Brian's making her up. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> <laughs> No I'm not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> man, that caught me off guard. I didn't think that was coming through. Oh, man, that's a good Ryan, joke. It's crazier than you thought. Anyways, Ryan, going to keep in a ride. Ryan, we're going to go to a little interview process here. We got some storylines, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast. Ryan here is going to go a little rapid-fire uh, questions to, to Sean and I, what our thoughts are on some of the big storylines, fantasy-wise, coming into the season. Guys, it's no secret. They're more researched than me. <laughs> They're more handsome than me. I don't know. If you're, you're going to listen man. to one of us... Or two of us, <laughs> when it comes to fantasy advice, probably going to want to go here. So Ryan came to the podcast today with questions. Mm. Questions that probably the normal every guy fantasy He's dude. probably trying to cheat for the draft coming up and find our draft. Have you noticed the common link here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan has a shot at most of these guys. <laughs> guys, I'm curious. All right. Hopkins, All right go. Hopkins goes from the Texans to the Cardinals. All right. He's with Kyler Murray right now. Showed a lot of promise last year. Hopkins is very consistent, except for the one year you had him. That's true. Thought are he was QB proof. Are we buying the hype on Hopkins? He's got a hammy issue. Oh, what, man. I'm, what, do y'all, what do y'all think? I'm buying the hype. I'm investing in the hype. Okay. Yeah, the hype is not hype. It's going to be reality, in my opinion. So this connection. Top, top five. Both these top guys. Top five wide receiver. Yeah. Hopkins, top five receiver. Murray, top five quarterback at the end of the season. Ooh. That's his stone cold lock. Yep. All right. <laughs> and Sean? Uh, I'm a little less bullish on the idea of Hopkins. Just great be- word, by the way. Bullish. <laughs> bullish. It's like two podcasts Stock. in row. He's yeah. come out with some great yeah. words. Besmirch, I believe, Besmirch. was the last yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not as excited about it just because I think that offense spreads it around so much that he could get lost. The target share is going to come down. He's always been an extreme target share guy. Mm. And if that comes down and the Cardinals are the new Browns, which is possible, like that's if we're projecting a new Browns team this year, last year the Browns were just completely hyped. Mm. Now the all-star team seems like Kyler Hopkins. So if that was to happen, that's where I would see it happening. And so, yeah, I see where the right. Yeah. Sorry. I I think Kyler is less hurt by that happening because, you know, it's just spreading the ball. He'll still get all the points. So Kyler, I still view as a top five. I'd be willing to take him as even the third quarterback. If you, if you believe in him, just, I mean, take him. but He's yeah. five on uh, Big Jake's rankings. So Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, if you had to choose one of those two I would two take Dak. Okay. Um, it's more established, and he has no. s- similar running. So. Going from Hopkins' previous quarterback, Kyler, Deshaun, who are you taking? Uh, definitely Kyler. Okay. okay. I'm scared of Deshaun without his weapons or his weapon. It was, yeah, he was yeah. the whole offense. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The one part I would, I would not argue, but I would kind of just add in there. My thing with Hopkins, I see the touchdown catches taking a rise because that's where Murray was hurt the most. So second year in this offense, trying to fix the red zone uh, efficiency mm-hmm. <clears throat> with, with Mr. Glue hands himself. Yeah. And he's a big tall target mm-hmm. on the other side with Larry that also can find room. So I think it's going to be easier. So Murray's touches will go up, but Hopkins as a, as a receiver, I think that can creep him into a top five status in fantasy mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, those are great answers. <laughs> I am. I am well pleased. Take, taking notes well, and for his well draft. Pleased. All right. So <laughs> next guy, the next Mahomes, the next oh, Peyton Manning, oh, the next Brady. Oh my goodness what? gracious! <laughs> Look at him go in camp. He beat the defense once. 
are we buying the hype on Joe Burrow? What uh, do you guys think? A lot of people are buying in on the hype. I think he can have a very good season. Will he be a top 12 QB? I would say no. I think he's still got some guys to get across to be a top 12 quarterback, some trusted names. But I, I like the kid. I like him a lot. What are you about, Sean? Yeah, I'm about the same. I think I think he could be. Like, it wouldn't shock me if he's a top 12 quarterback this year. But it's just too risky when you're talking about a, a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's A lot of it's on A.J. Green. If, yeah, do you if, think that – let me revise. Do you guys think that A.J. is going to be okay under Burrow's I think, powerful arm? <laughs> I think that A.J. is fine with whatever quarterback if A.J. is okay. Okay. Like – Andy Dalton wasn't anything special, and he had fantastic 1,000-yard seasons you know, yeah. consecutively. I think he would have broke Mike – or Mike Evans would not have the record if he stayed healthy. Okay. And yeah. so I think the consistency with him, if, he's, if he is fully healthy and he is fully A.J. Green, mm-hmm. then, you know, yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. Even I think Burrow can do enough. Burrow's going to have the attempts to, to rise up there. Uh, what they did with um, Andy Dalton – who was the second guy they were – was. At quarterback in oh, there. Oh man, Driscoll? Dris- no, no, no. Driscoll's know. their line. Driscoll. I can't remember. Who, who cares? <laughs> Anyways, with the two QBs they're going, the second one in for Andy, they had they almost led the league in attempts. Okay. Right. And they were actually coming pretty efficient with those attempts. So just imagine with a little more talent at that position. Yes, he is a rookie, but he'll have all the opportunities to blow us away. Okay. I like it. All right. The next one I'm very there's been so much hype surrounding Marquise Brown. Hollywood. Right? I'm a I'm a full blown believer yeah in marquise brown in the talent um he just some some points here. i mean everybody's hype came up obviously he's getting a lot of hype for scoring touched long touchdowns um the athletic says in just about every practice marquise brown got behind a defensive back to make a long catch that's jeff i don't know how to say his last name zerbeck <laughs> jeff zerbeck is my best guess uh his I, he, I guess he was at the camp and that's what that was his takeaway from the athletic um, he put him on 23 pounds, so he's up to 180 pounds. You see on YouTube, the dude's the dude's working out. He's clearly on fire. Um, the the cons, though, it was a foot issue, and that always yeah. scares me. Just like with AJ Green, these mm-hmm. foot issues, and Devonte Parker, and Julio and, years ago. Yeah, Julio. Yeah, like these things. Kind of, it was a Liz Frank foot fracture. I'm sorry if I misspelled that. No, you're good. In the corner, yeah. or, or mispronounced that. But um, he basically had a, a screw taken out of his foot. Mm-hmm. So now he's he's apparently better from that. What do you guys think about Marquise? I love Hollywood. Buying I, yeah. I'm buying it. Yeah. The the talents there and with outside of Mark Andrews, who else is taking those targets? And they're big play targets. That's what he is. He's he'll take a four four or five yard screen pass mm-hmm. off of the RPO mm-hmm. uh, from from Lamar and mm-hmm. take that a mile. I mean, that guy will take it to the end zone. So put it in perspective, would you be comfortable with Marquise Brown as a your first quarterback, I'm not saying a top 12 quarter, I'm not quarterback, wide receiver. Would you be comfortable with him if you waited on wide receiver and he if was I, your wide receiver had, one? No, he would be my wide receiver two. So he's I, a high so upside wide receiver high two. High upside wide receiver two because that offense in Baltimore won't give you the PPR when it comes to reception uh, so let consistency. Me get, let me give you some names. Uh, Tyler Lockett or Marquise Brown. Tyler Lockett. Okay. T.Y. Hilton. Or Marquise Brown. They're like very similar. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they're shooting. Let me look that up, man. They're actually pretty closer. Uh, T.Y. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. T.Y. Here, would be I mean, I like Marquise okay. a lot. So it's, but. yeah, it sounds like he's somebody that you can take 
like even more, I think he would take him more as a low end two and then have the upside that he could be a high end two. So that kind of puts it in perspective for people drafting. You like, you know, he's kind of your shot in like the sixth round that you could take and you'd be like, he could be a top 15 wide receiver. Now, is it the talent or the offense, Sean, that gets you a little more hesitant on him? Yeah, I've been more hesitant on him. And honestly, more than that is what Ryan talked about is the injury. He has been injured throughout his whole entire playing career. And Mm. that's what scares me the most about him. That, and he's attached to a quarterback, they could very easily get injured and everything fall apart. So I can't doubt Lamar Jackson anymore. I don't. He can obviously stay healthy through a season, but that's those are kind of big risk factors for me. Why I just would probably pass to another guy like a Devontae Parker, a T.Y. Hilton, Tyler yeah. Lockett. That's because that's around where he's going. People are hyped on him. So. Half point PPR, twelve round, twelve teams. They're looking around the sixth round on him, coming around that turn of the six, <laughs> but he's still at that value. Uh, low end wide receiver to high flex. So you're yeah. looking, you're buying an upside, but you should draft him. If you can get him at your flex, you're golden. Yeah. But you have to get him as a wide receiver one. You had a very bad draft strategy. Yeah. So what, what rounds are you taking him in? I would not take him any earlier than the seventh. I would consider it in the seventh. Wow. So you'll be playing the drop game. I'm going to agree with him. So I'm going to agree with him on that side. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so I was trying to find an argue, but I was like, nope, no, no. I'm, I'm optimistic, but shots making sense. <laughs> All right. And Josh Allen and Diggs, Stefan Diggs. So this is there's a little less material here. On the, everything's been a little bit more hush around these two. Yeah. Um, however, everything that you hear about Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen is just amazing. Everyone's like raving about him. Yeah. These are um, okay. So from the Athletic, he said um, this is from Joe Buscalia and Matthew Fairburn. He said that he makes effortless cuts, finds separation, um, gives Josh Allen enough time to operate. Um, Performed amazing in team drills, um, catches big the big passes that need to be caught. He's clearly the leader of the wide receiver room. Yeah, I mean they paid him, or they yeah. uh, they paid up to get him enough that he better yeah. be. <laughs> My concerns are that um, you've got you've actually got a lot of mouths to feed there suddenly. Yeah, mm-hmm. people want to forget about Cole Beasley and John Brown, but they're still there. And Gabriel and they, Davis, this is mass, the massive six two two nineteen pounds fourth round twenty twenty pick, mm-hmm. and he's a beast. So yeah. what do you guys think of Stefan? All right. Give it to the Viking fan. <laughs> the Viking there. fan gave yeah. one of my favorite moments of all time with the yeah. Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. I am not – Diggs is not as high as he used to be on drafts. You think of the opposite going yeah. away from Adam Thielen. Yeah. But what he goes to is from an accurate quarterback in Kirk Cousins to an inaccurate quarterback to Josh Allen. Yeah. So Allen's still probably – even though Josh Allen is a top 10 – quarterback in fantasy most rushing touchdowns last season yeah. it's because of that not because of his throwing prowess yeah so Diggs takes a hurt but he actually i was just looking up while you're saying that yeah. people got him rated lower than hollywood brown yeah in most he's, draft he's moves. falling he's falling wow. a lot i i took him in the dynasty league that we're in together mm-hmm. um and i i honestly i can't get a beat on how i feel about stefan Diggs. like he is he's one that the outcomes to me are just all over the place and it's all because of Josh Allen and that offense. Like, I just don't know if Josh Allen is going, he's going to have to develop into a better quarterback for him to be like a wide receiver too for fantasy every, every week. And I have not ever been a believer in Josh Allen's throwing ability. And that's why I, I, you know, I've ha- I have him in a league because he felt, like I said, when he falls down there, the potential is there. If Josh Allen takes that step, I mean, he could be, you know, kind of in the talk of yeah. Marquise 
uh, Brown being in that top 15. And like, that's why I think it's maybe worth it if he falls into your, cause you could probably get him in the seventh round. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And I, I would not be mad at that. And we're we're speaking this there. on uh, 12 team league. Yes. 12 team, half point or even here. full point PPR. You can get him if you're traditional still. All right. Wake up. It's 2020. <laughs> okay. But anyways, <laughs> what round are you taking him in? I, I would be the same way. I would actually, I would take the strategy of seeing how far he could drop. If I can yeah. get him a low, a round if, lower, I would wait on them. And uh, one stat in there, mm. when Case Keenan was quarterback of the Vikings, Adam Thielen and, and Stephon Diggs led the league in contested catches. So Diggs yeah. can help with the off-target balls, but that's still going to be a lot to ask for. Yeah, and I mean, if you have an opinion, like we've said this before, take you know take the initiative to, if you believe that Josh Allen can take that next step, then, I mean, I don't have a problem with you taking him in the fifth round and trying to make him your wide receiver too. Like, yeah. that is in the realm of possibility, and I just don't believe in Josh Allen, which is why I wouldn't draft him till the seventh. But if, if you think he can be that, then go for it, because it yeah. can definitely happen. Yeah, and it's weird, because you don't believe in Josh Allen when it comes to consistency and passing, but we don't argue him being a top-ten pick because what you said, the rushing yeah. ability he has exactly. around the goal line. So, yeah, that was kind of our quick interview process here. We were having, you know, Ryan had some questions. Ryan and came with questions. He did, man, so we're going <laughs> we to That's lines. the segment. We might Ryan as well put it questions. into a... <laughs> into a podcast (laughs) all right guys well thank you for listening to uh this week's podcast next week we'll be back better than ever and uh (laughs) after that we'll be done drafting our local league so we might have some more material and then we're heading into week one so it'll be more of our weekly uh routine in our podcast about things that we love to talk about and getting you guys ready to compete we're still working we're still working that out so if you guys want to text us if you're in our league if you want to comment on anything just kind of tell us what we've done in the past and say, I like this kind of segment. I don't like this. So, you know, who knows? Whatever you say might be put into effect on our, yeah. our week one. Totally. Like, comment, and we will definitely. I mean, he's man of the people, but we're all man of the men people. of the people here. And uh, thanks to those that have already done it. After that last episode, we actually got yeah. hit up all, quite a bit. Yep. Um, Big Morgan actually jumped on there. <laughs> Yeah, that, David. Some non non local league guys hit us up and yeah. give us their two cents. But thank you guys for listening. Again, like, subscribe, share with your grandmother. We need likes. All right, deuces. <laughs>